You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack. The internet calls me Cloud. And I'm Landon. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show. Hi, folks. Now, video games, they have a different amount of single-player and multiplayer content across wide array of genres from series to series, generation to generation. We're going to take a little bit of a granular scope today and kind of just talk about the comparison between single-player versus multiplayer content. If you weren't able to read the title, maybe, you know, this came on in the background on Spotify or YouTube, you know, just to just to explain what we're doing today. We haven't actually really kind of introduced a topic in this way, so I actually want to go around real quick and just have everybody share, uh, based on that metric specifically, what are some primary franchises that you play that you can kind of pull from in today's topic based on you know single-player and multiplayer content? We are now... We are pretty much all mostly single player when it comes to the games that we play but i mean they can vary so i like to go around and just kind of get some specifics before we really crack down and begin big words today cloud granular granular um i think all video games apply to the topic of single player and multiplayer yes but But there's i mean there's a scope so like kind of to give background on where you come from with that experience i um, play x single player but i play y multiplayer yeah there you go here here's an example I'll, I'll throw you a bone and give you a chance to think about it thank you metroid prime 2 echoes has a fantastic single player game mode but i don't play it for that i only play it for the multiplayer mode okay <laughs> do you really understandable uh, I like to play the Super Smash Brothers series with a balance of the two, as an example. But I mean, I'd be surprised sometimes how often I play uh, Smash for the single-player content that it offers. We'll get more into it though. All right, Jack. Now, can you think of an example of a I game like... that might offer both content? A game that might offer both content. Maybe Tony Hawk, perhaps. That's a good answer, actually. Good answer, Steve! Do you play Tony Hawk with your friends? I do, sometimes. Um, There you go. There are a a variety of game modes in uh, Tony Hawk multiplayer. And, uh, yeah, that's a good, good answer. Better answer than I was thinking of. Well, there you go. So let's uh, divvy it up then. So first of all, as we mostly tend to play single player games, again, for the most part, primarily. So there's kind of been a trend, especially recently, that uh, single player games, even if they don't like really need multiplayer, you'll find that they have multiplayer components to them. And that... That's kind of been a thing for a couple decades now. They've been experimenting and tiptoeing that line between, you know, what what games are going to have some kind of multiplayer 
components. Sometimes it's baked into the game, sometimes it's not. And, you know, that's evolved over time, like I said. Like the the Super Mario Brothers games, for example, they've pretty much always had a multiplayer aspect to them, despite the campaigns mainly being single-player affairs. But, I mean, at first, you had, like, you just took turns, right? So you just took turns playing levels with two players, and that was basically it. And then they came out with the uh, Super Mario 64 DS and also the Super Mario Advance series where they had this, like, total side mode that was, like, more for multiplayer than anything. You had, like, the uh, remade Mario Brothers game that was on all of the Super Mario Advance titles. And then they came out with a cool selection of mini games on the uh, DS titles that you could just play those and you didn't even need multiple copies of the game. You just needed one copy and DS download play. You were set. So that's that's kind of an example that I'm going with as well as like the new Super Mario Brothers games with Wii onward, except for two. Uh, you have basically active multiplayer even though you don't have to play the games at all multiplayer that way. So that's the kind of comparisons that we're looking at today. Uh, what is your... I mean, we've had experience with the Mario games in that facet. Did you guys play any of the uh, multiplayer components to any of that stuff? To any of the new Super Mario Brothers games? To just any of the games in general, as, as, a, way, mean, as a way to warm up as an icebreaker. We did streams for... God, how many of them? Uh, Super Mario 3D World you guys played together. That was one of our earlier streams that you guys did. We oh, never uploaded VODs for those. Yeah. Yep. yep. Even before that, we did 1-3 uh, World. We did not Mario games, but the Donkey Kong Country trilogy. Yeah. Which are, once again, a little bit more like they're like a back and forth. Yeah, know, taking turns time. sort of thing. Yeah, but it's a little bit more. Um, you're you're taking turns during the same stage rather than literally like, oh, I died. Here you go. Oop. <laughs> yeah, That's the controller. Yeah, yeah. Do you generally look for a game to have that sort of offering, like having some multiplayer to it, or does it really like not matter when you're looking at like whether you want to play a game or not? It depends on, like, I guess the type of game. Uh, because, like, for me, like, RPGs, I'll, it's fine if yeah. they don't have any sort of multiplayer component. Um, but, like, especially now, like, platformers uh, are, like... Very common, nice. right? It's... Yeah, it's nice when they have it, um, but uh, especially, like, sometimes they only make it to where it's, like, online only or couch co-op. Only. And only. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. So you don't and really like, have that option of, like, either or? Yeah, that and especially for what we do, it's nice when you have both. Right. Yeah. Because we can we can play together, but then also it's I like, don't have to only play with you guys. I can you know play with that's a good point. People in my real world, yeah, yeah. Like with uh, just kind of like an example, like you know Mario Kart, especially like the newer entries that has the option for both. 
So it's pretty easy to like, I have a friend over or maybe my girlfriend and I want to play a game together and we can, you know, put on Mario Kart and we can play it together. But also if you guys want to play Mario Kart, then we can play Mario Kart because we also have that option. It's kind of weird when a game only has one or the other, but it's kind of more common to see nowadays than it, you know, it is like it's mostly Nintendo's fault. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's mostly Nintendo's fault. Yeah. They like fucking Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Why the the fuck doesn't that have online multiplayer, Nintendo? Come on. Kirby. Period. (sighs) Like. Yeah. Yeah, true. But guys, we have amazing mirror multiplayer now. (laughs) Go kill myself. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I had actually a note file. I don't I don't want to bring up the same franchise that I always do, so I'm trying to think of something else. What was the notes that I had? Okay. Talk about the multiplayer mode in Sly Cooper 3. Okay. No. Uh, I, I am going to right. talk about something very similar, though. So, I do typically, depending on the game series, really only look for one thing or the other. I don't usually look for both. Unless it's, like, a specific franchise like Super Smash Bros. or Mario Kart where I know I can get a good helping of both sides to that. But, uh, like, a, for instance, one example is actually the Ape Escape games. They're pretty much single-player games. Like, they're, they're 3D platformers. You go around, you catch monkeys. But they do always have mini-games. And these mini-games vary from game to game. The first one... I actually streamed it recently. There was a boxing minigame, there is a skiing minigame, and there's a twin-chick shooter minigame, and you can play those uh, with multiple people. So that's pretty cool. But then uh, in the second game, there's literally a soccer sub-game, and I say sub-game because it's more than just a minigame, because the monkeys you collect in the game, some of them actually are unlockable monkeys you can play in the soccer game. And it's kind of funny because you can get, like, these monkeys that are wearing, like, space costumes just running around, kicking a ball. So, it's it's pretty cool. You don't have to, again, you don't have to play this game, but it's a fun side attraction. Uh, I like games like that that just have that random, like, multiplayer, like, gameplay that you can have if you want, like, as a side mini game. I don't really need, like, my single player games to have a, you know, specific multiplayer aspect to them like yeah new super mario brothers games are really fun to play with multiple people but i don't need it although i will say i've gotten kind of more used to recently playing them like with other people you know what i think is you know what i think is really funny the amount of like it's almost a requirement for a first person shooter or a third person shooter even to have a multiplayer mode even if it's like a largely single player focused story like shit like uncharted mass effect doom spec ops the line fucking titanfall 2 these are all like great except for mass effect single player experiences but they all just kind of have multiplayer shoehorned in for the reasons like no one ever talks about the multiplayer in doom 2016 because no one plays it but it I exists. forgot i forgot that it does exist 
it exists. Do, Doom is the kind of game I never, despite it being an FPS, I've never thought of it as a multiplayer game. I've never thought of it's it. It's not yeah, supposed to be. No. Is the thing. No, I, I, li I like this. I like these kind of examples. I like the variety that we're talking about here when it comes to these kind of games. I, I, I think the funniest example out of the ones that I mentioned, though, is Spec Ops The Line, which is an incredibly, like, dark and introspective and very gritty single-player story. And then it has multiplayer for some reason, which is pretty funny. I think the... The funnier one is Titanfall 2, because Titanfall 1 was... Only multiplayer. Only multiplayer. And then they made, actually, one of the best single-player uh, campaigns in a first-person shooter in, like, the past two decades. Yeah. I don't give a shit it's, about the multiplayer in that game, but the single-player fucking rules. It is... It's, it's crazy. Like, come on. Just make another one. Yeah. What's like, Respawn doing right now? <laughs> that, and, like, on that topic, like, there's a lot of, like, multiplayer-focused first-person shooters, or just, sh again, shooters in general, that I wish they put more effort into the single-player, because, I mean, like, even Call of Duty, like, Call of Duty 4 and Modern Warfare 2 both have great single-player. Even, like, Black Ops and Black Ops 2 do as well, but, like... GoldenEye 007 for its time was another one that had a good either or. You could play both. True. But like, I don't know. It just kind of got to a point where Activision stopped giving a fuck about the single player. I mean, just look at the recent review, uh, IGN review of uh, Modern Warfare 3's, the, the new Modern Warfare 3's single player campaign, which they gave a 4 out of 10. Jesus. And that's IGN we're talking about um no that's a good like point. i don't know i feel there's, like there's i spent i feel like a lot of series have changed like that over time they've just kind of lost mm -hmm. their focus on some side of content and just sacrificed in for something else i feel like there's a good balance that you can make between the two and still offer like a good experience for people who are looking for either or like, they would be satisfied with just one or the other, but they just kind of don't give a shit about the single player anymore, which is kind of sad. Yeah, it's... So, like, I know I'm going to go... Uh, I, I'm going to be kind of, like, really... Kids kinda, these days. Yeah. Is it going to go back to not, not even kids these days. It's more like, um... It's kind of like a businesses, like game companies have realized, oh, if people like to play games together all the time now, we don't have to put effort into our single player campaign because we know that if we make good multiplayer, that guy's going to tell his friend to get the game anyway so they can play it together. So who cares about the single player content? Like that's basically the mindset that they have sometimes it feels like. I mean, it's more like companies these days, not even kids these days. Yeah. I mean, on the flip side, I give credit to Nintendo for putting in, like, well, after the first game anyway, uh, putting in a lot of effort into the level design and uh, writing in the Splatoon games uh, for their single player campaigns. That's true. Like, I still haven't played Splatoon 3 single player, so I can't speak for that personally, but I've heard it's really good. And Splatoon 2 and the Octo expansion for Splatoon 2 are both great single player stories and also the multiplayer is great too so I feel like these companies just don't have any excuse 
Yeah, uh, I mean, if we're going to stick to um, the topic of multiplayer-driven decisions, now, uh, that's something I touched upon earlier, is that over time, I've noticed that a lot of franchises that have had a balance of one or the other, and, you know, sometimes, you know, the content's a little bit better on one end or the other end, like, but there was usually some sort of balance, but, like, as stuff, as time has gone on, if they've been able to put more effort into the multiplayer or if they've been able to know that realize that it sells and it makes people come back and keep playing they've kind of sacrificed single player content in order to service that to whatever extent they do so and one franchise that's really suffered from this is pokemon like despite the dlc that they try to add like extra content like they've kind of stopped doing post-game stuff that you could normally play by yourself because they were like well we know that people are going to play like these raids together like this especially started with sword and shield is like and i think pokemon go to an extent just when they introduced it is like the idea of playing with other people to like tackle these like bosses so to speak they realized they didn't need to like put as much effort into having post-game content to play by yourself because they were like well We'll just have people play this instead. Like, you don't see Battle Frontiers or Battle Facilities as much anymore, because it's like, here's a raid event. It's like, okay, I guess. Yay. Here's a DLC. Yay. Like, DLC is one thing, but it's clear that they're just doing it as like a... Because it's always been like a multiplayer and single player kind of balancing act that they've been doing, because like, you have Mm -hmm. to trade Pokemon. You probably want to battle your friends, but now it's like, oh, well, now they're just going to have raid events and they're just going to have this or that. And it's, you know, multiplayer driven. So it's kind of hard if you're not playing with other people who really want to play the game with you to like have something to like keep coming back to yourself. And that's that's kind of the, the problem with like some games that just nowadays, just in general, like if the core gameplay is being sacrificed because they want you to play this other mode that you're not actually trying to indulge in when that was their primary focus before it's kind of weird i don't know it's hard to explain put into words but i think you see where i'm going with this Mm -hmm. and i mean like i'm not even trying to say that there's anything inherently wrong with uh like games that focus exclusively on the multiplayer like that's fine yeah just you know put all your chips in and make it a good game you know make it the trick okay to better explain that the trick into making a multiplayer game like a solely multiplayer focused game a good one is to you know make it replayable and give it longevity you know maybe add like updates to it Maybe throw in some new weapons or cosmetics. Valve, please go back to Team Fortress 2. It's been no, years. No, we're good. Oh. Uh, we took all your your uh, your things and we made Destiny 2. Uh, we're just doing another expansion for you. A, uh, Yay. A, a good example, actually, of what you're talking about. So I do want to segue into... Seg- use this to segue into... a another comparison but uh landon mentioned you know rpgs you don't really need 
a, a multiplayer aspect to them for the most part like there's there's no reason to do that but platformers yet, tales have, of says fuck you to that and a lot of them have a multiplayer they do that's so weird wait yeah. what i did not yeah. know this a lot of them will you you can have a second person uh like take control of another person oh yeah no um final yeah, fantasy 9 of, final fantasy 9 does yeah. the same thing it's weird yeah, so like it's final like fantasy is like dipped with of, it Yep. Yeah, that, that type of gameplay um, with a lot of the Tales of games. Where is my Kingdom Hearts game where my friend can pick up Donald Duck? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No. Um, okay, what about Goofy? I about... Yes. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I thought of a um, a slight topic, a minor shift in convert. I don't fucking know. What are some examples of games where, like, the base game itself is great, and it's like, it would be totally fine if it didn't have multiplayer at all, but it also has really fucking good multiplayer for no reason. So, I know that I am i don't speak for all three of us, because I am the person that played the most of this by themselves. Borderlands 2 is probably the game for me for that. Like, it's obvious, okay. it, is, it is way better to play with multiple people. But it is surprisingly yeah. a really good game to just play. Like it's just, it's got a solid story. It's got a really fun gameplay loop. It just happens to be that much better when you add friends to play with you. I could agree with that. Um, I, mean, I will say I will say that uh, the experience was improved once I played with other people. But it's a it's a good game on its own, like as a single player experience as well. Yeah, it's just the first thing I thought of. What were you going to say, Landon? Uh, I was going to say, I played through, like, the entirety of Borderlands 1 by myself. So, yeah. like, I I still, like, I think all of the Borderlands, most, most of the Borderlands. Yeah. The first two Borderlands. And the pre-sequel. Like, yeah. Well, I was going to say, the, the first two Borderlands work well as a single player or a multiplayer. I don't. I didn't try playing the the pre sequel outside of us playing it together. Okay, yeah, so I don't know. That's true. Well, um, I mean, to be fair, we played the entire game and did yeah, every we mission. Did. We literally did everything, and I was like, "Well, that's good." Yep, we're done. Thumbs up. Good game. Um, and I have yet, and who knows if I'll ever touch number three? Just because. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I still I still haven't looked into I've it. Z- honestly, zero interest. But I I am willing to go play more Borderlands too. <laughs> yeah. We really should return to that one day. We, we still haven't it's finished been, the DLC. You know, it's been almost a decade. I will I will buy PlayStation Plus. That's to play Borderlands. Just, just to play Borderlands. Yeah. So it's 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 fun enough. I would say. Yeah, I do the same. I, that's crazy. Because I don't want to buy PlayStation Plus ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. <laughs> um, so yeah, FPSs, you know, they can vary. You know, you have stuff like Doom that are primarily single player. Uh, you have stuff like Call of Duty, primarily multiplayer. You have stuff like Borderlands, which can really be either or. But um, we, a genre we haven't talked about is f- yet is fighting games. There's a lot of variance in the single-player content of fighting games, which are, by nature, meant to be multiplayer, because you're supposed to play against each other. Mm-hmm. But there's a surprising amount of multiplayer games, and when you mentioned good, like single, strong single-player, 
alongside multiplayer. I think one game that I thought of immediately was actually Dragon Ball Fighters. I like, did Dragon play Ball Fighters has a pretty solid campaign. I did, but play it's also through just a entire... really good game. I did play through the entire story of Dragon Ball Fighters, so good game. Yeah. I, but yeah, stuff like that. I would say Soul Calibur 2 probably has one of my favorite uh, campaigns because you basically get an adventure mode uh, kind of similar to how Smash, Smash Ultimate does it. Oh, like the kind of board... Thingy. Yeah, it's like a huge board, and you like run around, like you go between them, and then you have fights, and it has like a like a okay. little campaign that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really liked that because uh, I played through all of that as a kid and had fun. A guilty pleasure of mine um, that's really fun to play with, like someone else, like teaming up with you, but you don't necessarily need a second player. Is some of the Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah. I used to have so much fun with one of my friends. We like, so like, it was funny back in like 2008 or so, I think. No, 2009. Like, summer 2009, Dynasty Warriors 6, which is not well regarded. It's like one of like the worst Dynasty Warriors games by like the fan base's standards. And on a technical level, depending on the system you played on, it, it runs bad. It's like, but even by Dynasty Warriors standards, it's bad. But, like, it was really fun. My friend and I used to just make stupid jokes about, like, all of the different characters as we were playing the game together. I have to admit, it's been 14 years, so some of those jokes are not in the best taste now. But, I mean, at the time, it was, like, it was just a blast to come up with, like, these stupid personifications for, like, the different characters and then just, like, kind of create our own headcanons. Because there's, like, a bajillion characters. Plus, it's just fun to just mindlessly hack through, like, dozens of enemies all at once. And it's fun to do with a friend, so. Sir, can you speak on a on the public record uh, real quick? Uh, some of those inside jokes for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. It's Please speak into the microphone. It wasn't like it wasn't like super like bad like it was like super bad stuff. It was just kind of like you know, just just stuff that's not really in the best taste. Nowadays. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't like, super. It wasn't super bad. It was Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill super bad. Kind of yeah. It was like like there wasn't anything like racist or sexist or anything like that. But like we did like kind of have what you would consider possibly like ableist kind of humor here or there like we made characters like unreasonably stupid we also had like this one guy who like for some reason we just like made him like super um like there was nothing about him that was supposed to be like like chauvinistic but we like would be like i am macho and he would just always like announce that he's there and he'd just be like this guy who's always like like this kind of guy I don't know why we Clyde. came up with that character for him, but that's that's who Ma Chow is to us now. Cloud, I'm going to be real. These are kind of inoffensive, actually. Well, no, there was oh. another one, though. There was, like, one, like, uh, Sao yeah. Pi and Sao Sao. Like, we made, like, Sao Sao's... Sao Sao's the younger... The, like, was Sao Sao or Sao Pi the... Like, one of them we basically made, like, mentally deficient. 
Mm. And like he would like always taught beg his dad for like McDonald's and weird shit like that. <laughs> and like his dad and and, and, and his and his and his dad would like basically we just have McDonald's at home. Yeah, like we'd be like but daddy, I want the I want the new Happy Meal toy, and then like his dad would be like, "No, we're not getting McDonald's." It's <laughs> just like this weird argument that we'd have. Keep in mind that's the character that's like the the character that's supposed to be younger is like thirty something years old in like the canon. So like, perfect. I don't know. Like we just we did that sort of thing. It was, it was, it was, it was just fun times though. Like we're on a tangent, but basically like it's fun when there's a game that's like kind of easy to play either way and it's just like we were talking about with borderlands it's just enhanced when you play with other people like you have stuff like new super mario brothers that it's that that's like stuff like borderlands like that i guess those are the kind of games that are really fun to can we i never got an answer from landon for what like surprisingly good multiplayer in a single player game did you ever play like, the multiplayer mode uh, for the Phantom Hourglass? I did not, actually. Okay. There's multiplayer I, for that? I, did, I don't even remember what it is. Uh, you would play... Uh, okay. So it was sort of like a capture the flag where you tried to capture... Was it Phantom Hourglass or was it Spirit Tracks? I think it was Spirit Tracks because you could go into the... Um, you could, like basically play as Zelda in the Golem and control them. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was one of the two uh, DS ones. Uh, you would try to pick up, like, gems and take them back to a home base, and you could, like, try and steal them from the other one. Okay. You, like, flipped between, like, you playing as Link and then, like, as one of, like, the security Golems and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I would play it a lot on bus trips, like, and we would we would have fun playing that. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, the answer that... My answer, anyway, that spawned that question to begin with is Sonic Adventure 2, which is, like, would be perfectly fine as a single-player game on its own, but then the multiplayer, like, actually has some, like, unique playable characters and unique levels that you, you mean, can play uh, in. You mean battle, right? Well, yeah, battle specifically, but... Yeah. Because some of that wasn't in the original Dreamcast Right, version. but still. You know what game is even better than that for the multiplayer mode? That's right. Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I remember you could, like... I remember playing that, too. Like, I, I regrettably have memories of playing Shadow the Hedgehog multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Same. I spent at least... Probably three hours playing the multiplayer mode in that game. You know what? You know what three game? Hours. Yeah. You know what game has mul has shitty multiplayer, and yet for some reason was featured in Breaking Bad, Sonic 06. Hell yeah! And, and by featured, of, and by featured, I mean there's a scene where two characters are playing it, and that's it. There's that's a lot so of weird. Sonic games with like Sonic multiplayer that has... shouldn't be there. Yeah, Sonic Heroes does count. is is a kind of game where you could have the multiplayer there, but like, yeah, they they just kind of threw that into a lot of Sonic games, especially during that period from like, you know, late you know late Dreamcast, early GameCube into like the very early Xbox 360, PS3 cycle. They were just like 
Here's a multiplayer mode. We're just like, why? They had the they real... had they had a multiplayer mode for freaking secret rings. Yeah, I was about to say that. Secret rings had like a weird like Mario Party type multiplayer mode. I mean, I wouldn't say Mario Party, but it was like it was mini games, and it was like formatted in such a way that it was kind of like Mario Party. Black Knight I, I has even... a multiplayer mode. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can't you like sword fight like people, or is it just like? Can't you play as Jet the Hawk in Sonic yeah, and the Black you can Knight? Yeah, Jet. Um, the fuck? As like one of the knights. Uh, I think you can play as Tails as the blacksmith. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah. I uh, I remember I played the levels themselves, but I didn't get to really show off the multiplayer. But there, you can play the game land levels in Sonic Colors with two players. I don't know why you do this. It's really. It's, it's really stupid, but it's really it. stupid. It it really is because it only focus the camera only focuses on one character. So if you are not that character, you are not you, keeping up. Yeah, it's it's very. It's not so like you you can go off screen just die. Speaking of weird. speaking of useless multiplayer in the Sonic games, the classic games kind of have that too. I mean, like Sonic two and three, uh. You know, you can have a second person, like, plug in a controller and play as Tails, but you, aside from occasionally, like, flying Sonic to another platform when he might need it, you're effectively useless because you... I wouldn't like, say that, because, like, you can, you ha you're you literally invincible, so you can just cheese the boss fights for okay, whoever's that's playing true. as Sonic. But, so, like, like, in the, be like, but, like, in the levels, yeah. for the most part, just no reason to be there. Because the camera doesn't focus on Tails at all. No. And Tails, it's... like, fuck all if you want to move anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you have to stay, you have to, like, keep the same speed and pace and the same trajectory that whoever's playing as Sonic is going. Actually, I think Sonic 3 had an incredibly bare-bones, like, versus mode, or they was that did. Sonic they 2? Did. They did. Yeah. No, it was, it was, well, they did have it in Sonic 2 as well, but Sonic 3 had specific levels designed for it. Yeah. Whereas Sonic 2 just picked like three levels and then that was it, which they did expand when they re-released it uh, on Origins and before that on mobile. Um, I don't remember if you could do it on that one so i'm just gonna say on origins uh they added like extra levels that you could do this on but it was literally just the the levels that were already there yeah but sonic 3 and knuckles had separate ones mm -hmm. and you know what game is perfect because it's not tainted by a s boring multiplayer mode i was gonna say stupid sonic uh, triple trouble no <laughs> sonic, sonic 3d blast <laughs> oh, lovely. Now I have to change my answer. Hold on. <laughs> Let me pick a bad like, Sonic just... game. Sonic I thought you were Sonic 4 Episode 1. Yeah! Good answer, Good answer Steve. Good answer. Yeah, Sonic Triple oh. Trouble. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so, kind of to move away from specifically talking about Sonic, I do want to get into... So we've talked about single-player games 
with uh we've talked a lot of actually more about like single player games that have um you know some multiplayer content to it so i too i do want to try to shift focus away and like what are some games that you guys play that are primarily multiplayer but have single player components to them like None. for jack jack i did mention for you tony hawk because you didn't love like, that's kind of both you like I, something, I that's either, something that's either balanced between the two or is is something that is known for having a multiplayer I'm, that a lot of people played i'm not sure that i would say tony I, hawk I, has I, like a notable so, multiplayer i i guess i guess the argument so the thing is is you can argue one way or the other because i know a lot of people would talk about how they used to play the horse game with their that's, friends that's because it's the best one horse is the best multiplayer game in tony hawk true I guess my main argument is like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be like just multiplayer with with some with some single player. It could be something that is more like balanced because a lot of the games we've talked about are pretty much mostly single player with a multiplayer aspect. Like I know we talked about we brought up Dragon Ball Fighters. We've talked a little bit about uh, a little bit about Super Smash Brothers. A little bit about Mario Kart. Well, to bring up a game that Al mentioned earlier in our uh, Twitch chat, Guilty yeah, Gear Strife. I have uh, so. Which has an very surprisingly uh, in-depth story mode with a lot of voiced cutscenes uh, and also a really like varied and extensive multiplayer as well. Shout out to Guilty Gear Strive. Is there any um, like thing that sticks out for that single player content that they offer uh, i mean not really just the fact that they have a story at all uh which okay. most m which most fighting games don't i mean well not to say most fighting games don't mortal Kombat always does but it's usually pretty stupid um <laughs> i mean it's mortal Kombat. they like to oh yeah oh yeah God. they they, the, they live they live for it the That's story exactly in mortal Kombat is. is always bad and i always love it um but uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl is probably like the biggest example I can think of that strikes like the perfect balance between single player and multiplayer game, because like if you're playing multiplayer, there's like a shitload of different ways that you can play with your friends aside from just like the standard battles, but also the standard battles are there if you want. Uh, and the single player has, like, a shitload of trophies and stickers and, like, vault shit and the subspace emissary, which is also multiplayer if you want to. It's two-player, well, at most two-player uh, at any given point in the story, but that's something. I mean, like, I can't think of another game that has, like, a better, like, balance, in my opinion, because it has, like, a shitload of single-player content despite being like a primarily party game so to speak i think my best example for this kind of game would probably actually be dragon ball xenoverse 2 because that is a game that you that's a good pretty answer. much you're supposed to be online pretty much always i mean you can play offline but you're going to be playing most of the time even just connected to the internet and you can do parallel quests uh together with people you can do expert missions which are basically like raids but then they have like actual raid events that are pretty much only going to be tackled if you're playing with multiple people you've got a versus mode 
You've got uh, just all sorts of stuff that you can do multiplayer. But like, there's an entire campaign and there's a level up system where you can customize your character and all of this is stuff that you don't even have to engage with any other people in order to have a good time. So I think that's definitely a game that like, I played it probably for the reasons that like, for, well at least not the reasons, but the content I played it for is not the content that most people were like experiencing. Like most people are playing it to play like the online stuff with other people. Like they'll usually be playing against other people in versus, they'll be doing raid events, they'll be doing expert missions. Maybe they'll do some parallel quests online, but like I'm just like I'm just here for for Krillin to say cool shit to me. I I don't need to play with other people. Yay. That's Lennon. a good example. I'm trying to think of another one. Have any examples, Landon? Uh, just playing Mario Party by myself with three CPUs. <laughs> I mean, I used to do that. I mean... Especially... Some of the best Mario Party games, you can have a good time by yourself, too. Playing yeah. Amiibo Festival by myself with... Oh, my God. Four Amiibo. Remember when you would do that over, like, Discord? And, like, you would have, like, you would assign us different Amiibo, and, like, yeah. our only actual input was deciding which direction to go. Like, Sometimes I, I tell you to when to when I like for rolls because like a lot of them like you have to like move the amiibo off the gamepad. Yeah, I would, I would ask you when. And you tell me. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. I forgot about that. And a lot of the time he'd be like, you'd literally just say when. When. So there was that. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a good example. Stupid party games where I just play it by myself because uh, it doesn't have an online mode, but it. Ah! Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. No, it was it. It took them forever to like put a series that should have had online a long time ago to have online. It's it's bizarre. Like they had to, didn't they? Yeah, they added the online in an update to Super Mario Party, like, long after the fact, right? Like, you didn't have the ability to play Super yeah. Mario Party online. It took right like it a year. Out. Yeah. Which, by update standards, is quite a while. Like, you had to wait quite a while just to play online with other people. is weird. Yeah. Um, but, no, I really... I used to love playing Mario Party 3 just by myself. Like, it's... Because, like, the mini games are just a lot of fun. I like doing the battle mode like i don't know if there was another mario party that had something like that where like you could recruit different minions of bowser's army like you could get a womp or a piranha plant and they had different stats and you can put them in front or behind you walk around a board and like fight the other guy like i thought that was cool shit so i would just play that by myself because nobody wanted to play with me i honestly thought um i had a lot of fun playing mario party ds uh by myself uh solid Mario Party title, honestly. And it's, like, also a very multiplayer-friendly game as well, because you only need one cartridge to play it with four people. For uh, Yeah, because they had the download play, right? Yep. They did that a lot, on, especially for, like, Mario games on the DS. Is they had a lot of, like, oh, if you do download play, you can connect, like, three other systems together. Yeah. But like a lot I mentioned of the times... earlier, we had, like, the... Oh, go ahead. 
I was gonna say a lot of the times on for download play, download the, they would for download play they would limit you to like if you didn't have a cartridge you would be limited in your selections for like uh, like the character that you chose because Mario Kart DS download play yeah, everyone was have, Rob no everyone was shy guy oh yeah, shy, guy, shy right. guy because if you didn't have a cartridge you had to be shy guy right and it was just different colors of shy guy for other people i think yeah, it was different point. colors of shy guy but i don't know it, I Mario, would hope that it was different colors of Shy Guy. Mario Kart DS is another example of like great multiplayer, great single player as well. The only Mario Kart to this day to have a mission mode. I forgot and, that Mario Kart DS had a mission mode. Yup. It, uh, it was great. I love it. Bring back the mission mode. They really should. Mario Kart 9, make a mission mode and make it good i mean to be honest if they're from where they're gonna have to go from mario kart 8 deluxe considering all of the content that they had in mario kart 8 deluxe they're gonna have to do something different with mario kart 9 to make it stand out and i think you might have hit on something like a good idea here is like maybe they could just you know bring back something like a mission mode or just something unique that will make people want to play it yeah better i think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Plus. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> For the next generation of Nintendo systems. Goodness. With more DLC tracks. It comes Goodness. on cart all every- of the content out. And we're adding two new battle courses. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> It sucks that they didn't add more battle courses yeah, for that's... any of the booster course, but I mean they were focused on tour. I don't think tour yeah. has any of that. So the Fuck booster t- course pass was basically just ripping tour's content, and throwing it on the eight deluxe. So Fuck tour. I mean, oh well. we got the booster course pass out of it, so it's not a total loss. I mean, yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, th- that's the thing though with like mobile games is that like inherently. A lot of them are multiplayer focused. If they're not gotcha based, where like you're supposed to collect stuff, then you are probably going to be playing with other people in some manner. And even then, there can be like a mix of that sort of thing going on as well. Like, I mean, with Pokemon Go, you have, you know, raids and uh, other community activities that you really get the most out of by playing with other people you tend to get a lot more resources if you have a bunch of friends sending you gifts back and forth so like it's just a more you're able to play more game because you have other people and then i mean you have stuff like mario kart tour which obviously like you have that aspect where you can play with others and you're probably going to if you're playing mario kart tour it's it's kind of weird how mobile games have diff have you know differentiated themselves compared to console games i don't have enough knowledge to really extensively talk about it though i don't i don't really know anybody that like primarily plays mobile games nope <laughs> and not, there's not Landon. a single person i don't know a <laughs> not, single i said person who I, plays mobile games. He's, he said i said primarily, primarily. then again what Lennon the probably do you does think i do like I was gonna say Lennon 
<laughs> Lennon does play Dokkan Battle more than probably 20 hours? You only sleep 4 hours a day. I, Lennon it's plays... called Auto, man. Lennon definitely plays Dokkan in his sleep. <laughs> I choose to believe. He's, I mean, he's seen me do it. I have. Really? No, I was sleeping in the other room. <laughs> God damn it. I made sure Traitor was watching him. <laughs> Traitor that did way, wake me up a couple times. That way Jack doesn't learn my secrets. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, if we don't have really too many other examples, which is understandable, because like I said, we're mostly, we mostly play single player and, you know, some of the series that we like will have a multiplayer component. So, you know, sometimes we can play that. Uh, you know, we don't have a whole lot of examples because, like, I guess the last thing I've... I mean, the older Halo games obviously have really great multiplayer, but they also have a serviceable campaign. That's probably the I last say, example I can think of. I would say great campaign. Like, I played yeah. through I played through Halo 3 campaign, uh, ironically, with friends. So it was multiplayer, but still a great time. Like, yeah, it's short, I mean, but it's fun. I mean, I know some people, like, were knocking on it because, you know, you don't play as Master Chief in the game, but I was, like, loving the campaign of Halo Reach. Like, I thought it was fantastic. Like, the multiplayer isn't quite as good as, like, 3 or 2, but it was still really fun. And I really enjoyed the campaign for that one, so. And I Hell mean, yeah. a Halo 2 has a speedrunning community for its campaign mode, so, like... You know, people love that game, and they love playing. They love playing the single player because I don't. I don't even remember like the they they've been like cutting down on the like the the time record like over the years. It's been crazy. Uh, but to move on to uh, the last like major component of the topic is basically something we touched on earlier, and that's that over time a lot of like franchises or game series have kind of changed their approach we talked about this with sonic like there was just randomly a bunch of times where sonic had like a multiplayer that they didn't need and sometimes it's good sometimes it's not but i mean you have and then you have series like you know mario which we've talked about but i'm sure there's other examples of like franchises that have like kind of changed a little bit over time in their focus on one or the other that we could hit upon I'm trying to I'm, think of one, like, off the top of my head. I mean, Zelda has multiple multiplayer-focused entries in a single-player-heavy franchise. Yeah, okay. but those are usually spin-offs. I mean, usually. Four Swords Adventure... I mean, both Four Swords Adventure... Four Swords, Four Swords Adventure, and... Uh, uh, Triforce Heroes all are, like, have a canonical place in the timeline. Is Triforce Heroes really in the timeline? Yeah, it takes place after uh, a link. A link between I was gonna worlds. say, I was gonna say, even, I'm pretty sure even Link's crossbow training has, like, a, a spot in the timeline somewhere, doesn't it? Like it's right after Twilight Princess, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they, they, they do, like, they take place in the series. I think that's actually an interesting topic that we could talk about because some series they are primarily one thing, but then they'll have games that go in a different direction like that. You have stuff like Zelda, uh, Metroid did that as well. 
was you had like Metroid Prime Hunters, Metroid Prime Federation Force, which you could play. Prime Hunters had one of the <laughs> I, me- I, me- I mentioned Federation Force and Jack's like Not just Federation <laughs> Force, but Hunters. Hunters. Landon and I actually played a level in Federation Force. Yeah. It was, it was like one or one or two levels. I don't even remember, but we we quit on it pretty quickly. Yeah, it it was what it was. Um, yep. Yeah, it was. It was what it was. <sighs> now, now I'm just getting chills about the time I have to play Hunters for the channel. <laughs> one day. Do you have to? I mean, we could we could sweep it under the rug. Well, well no, but no, nobody will say anything. I, I but it would be hilarious. it would be Al funny. Al literally though. say something. Al will say something. He will bring it. up. I mean, now that you've brought now that you've brought it up, now he is going to. You brought this on yourself, Landon. <laughs> have fun with that, Landon. He says. Thanks. Have Al, fun with that. I say. My cat is like walking around all over the room, exiting, then coming back and doing it again. She's just looping around the house. Hell yeah. So another example I would say is the multiplayer focused Pokemon games. So stadiums and the battle revolution. I was going to say, I'm surprised we hadn't brought those up yet. Well, guess what? Now we are. I I have, I, I set them. Now you guys can talk about them. While I sit here, I don't give a fuck about the stadium single player, but the mini games, timeless. That's Especially- probably the only thing worth doing on the Nintendo Switch Online version, since you can't connect, like, to play with non-rental shit, and then, like the rental Pokemon yeah. suck ass. I mean, that I I guarantee that's the whole reason they added those at all is because they it's have just the, the mini games, and you oh, can yeah. play the mini games with people online now which is pretty sick honestly but i want to hear all of the battle quotes so jack and i are gonna have to play some some rental fights we should yeah yeah Yeah. you gotta have the voice actor for tracy losing his goddamn mind because i don't know magneton hit thunder on skarmory sure it's a one-hit wonder. And there right, we'll goes the and battle. There goes the battle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to think. Cause, so, like, because, like, the thing is, is it's weird. Because of Pokemon being just a social interaction-focused series, even, like, I mean, Landon mentioned, you know, the stadium games, which are actually primarily just multiplayer-focused. Uh just with a side, just with something you can do single player. I'm trying to think though, because there's like, there's very few Pokemon games that don't, in some form, have some sort of connectivity uh, that allows you to play with multiple people. Like, I guess, like, God, I, I guess I don't remember Pokemon Ranger having multiplayer. Not that I can remember. And I think Pokemon. The original Pokemon Snap didn't really have anything either. Like, because, I mean, even in new Pokemon Snap, like, you can connect online and, like, look at other people's photos and, like, interact with them in, like, that manner. Which isn't a lot, but it's something. 
I mean, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, you can save somebody else's that died in a dungeon. So it's not like supposed to be multiplayer, but there is a way to have like somebody else connect and, you know, play to like help you out. So like even in games that are more single player driven than average, they still have something. I'm trying to think what's a what's a series that I've played a lot of games in that has varied entries. While you're I mean, thinking you... of that, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm still thinking. While you're thinking of that, can I name a game that has one of the most completely pointless multiplayers in the history of video games? Super Mario Galaxy has multiplayer. If you hook up a second Wii Remote, you can have a second Star Pointer to collect Star Bits. And that's it. I was going to say, unironically... I have experienced that multiplayer. I have too. I, it's, is, I think it's ex- it is exactly as how I described it. Yeah. Is Cappy any better in Odyssey? Second players. I honestly Cappy. I honestly forgot about that. I forgot about that too. I, I think that's probably a little more intrusive than anything, though. If you're trying to do like fine-tuned platforming, like how are you balance two people trying to like manage that? Oh my god! Because shut the fuck up. You just, because you said intrusive, New Super Mario Brothers Wii U, sorry, yeah, Wii U, uh, New with Super the, Mario Brothers the, U. Yeah, that one. Oh my god. With oh, the gamepad. The gamepad. The blocks. The, that, that truly turns what was already one of the biggest chaotic messes in the history of multiplayer video games which was new super mario brothers wii and just makes it even worse it was it's, fantastic it's, it's perfect yeah <laughs> i like i like how you made it sound so atrocious and you're like it's perfect no no i say that with all of the love in my heart i love new super mario brothers like new super mario brothers wii is a good game but like multiplayer, it is an entirely different beast. If you have four people playing at the same time, it is a chaotic mess, and I love it. And with new uh, new Mario U, you just add the fucking gamepad shit, where like the person can just touch on the screen and like put a bunch of platforms to just get in the way, which is you know it's supposed to help people help you your friends. Help. You can use it to help. But everyone just uses it to fuck with people, which is the way God intended, in my opinion. It's like if you just, like, added a monkey-brained AI to, like, randomly throw things into the game while you're playing it. Yes. Essentially, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yes. God, it's a shame that... It's a shame that that game does not have online multiplayer, because that would be an experience. Oh my god, that'd be so... Mm. God, imagine if, like, you could do Smash Stage Builder, but with that sort of gameplay where everybody's throwing stuff on to the stage at once. Even better. That'll be interesting. Okay. Last topic. Game that deserves online multiplayer. That is only local multiplayer. Oh my I god. I will begin and end the, the topic. Because there's no, no reason to talk about this after it. Mario Chase from Nintendo Land. Correct. Yeah, that was the answer. Really just Nintendo Land in general, but Mario Chase specifically, yes. Mario Chase from Nintendo Land. Just 
make it a I will pay $30 Nintendo 30 US dollars just me everyone else can just, pay a different amount just for Mario Chase for Mario Chase with online yeah I would agree I would agree to that payment yeah like not even anything else from Nintendo Land just Mario Chase I just want Mario Chase I'm struggling to name another game from Nintendo Land that is not Mario Chase. I remember See? the Zelda one. But I would Oh, the Animal Crossing one. The Animal okay. Crossing one, Sweet Day. Throw that in there too. All right. We'll just take Those all of the Nintendo th- Land, but online, yeah. please. Yeah, it's been please. a hot minute since I played Nintendo Land, so I forgot that it didn't have like online. It did not. It did not. It sucks. N- what a missed opportunity. Really, it really, really was. I feel like Nintendo was allergic to adding online multiplayer to games that weren't Smash and Mario Kart until they really were until like two or three years ago. They realized, like, oh wait a minute, people like it <laughs> when we put online in our in multiplayer our- video games, huh? Weird. Well, yeah, we'll never do that again. And you know the funny thing is, is the game that like was the catalyst of all of this is probably Super Mario Maker Two. Like, yeah, they realized. Oh, I think so. When you know, like everybody was like just chaotically playing together online, they were like, "Oh, we could just put this in all of our games, and people will play it." Yeah. Did they add the online mode for Super Mario Party after Mario Maker Two? I, think I believe so, because so, Super because, yeah, because Super because Super Mario Maker Two came out in like the early summer, like June of that year. Twenty nineteen. It, it was the year after Super Mario Party came out, and then the fall of that year, Super Mario Party got its online multiplayer. So yes, so there yep. you go. It's it's a true statement, folks. Truer than any other. Thank you, Super Mario Maker Two. Anyway, so, uh, that's the end of that discussion. I'm going to stand up now. All right. Time for the ad read. Time for the ad read. All right, folks. Listen, it's 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 hard work getting these podcasts and our Patreon exclusive stuff together sometimes. I mean, you saw if you listened to our Dragon Ball podcast, like I I did I did so much work for that podcast. It's insane. I played 25 Dragon Ball games in like 4 months for one podcast. You prepped for that for a long time. I really did. I just kind of fix hyper fixated on it. So basically what we're just saying here is we have a Patreon. We have a Discord. We shout these out at the end of our videos. And we're going to shout out. You're pointing the opposite direction. All right. There we go. All right. On my screen, it's fucking. All right. I mean, this is this is all just for the Twitch live stream. So this isn't going to go out like this isn't going to translate when it gets exported later. But uh as yeah, as usual, we have our we have our Patreon. Uh, we're doing currently Pathfinder still. We've got a we've already got a video from earlier uh, this month as of uh, doing this live stream, and we also got the um, we've got a second episode that's going to be coming out later in the month. It's probably going to be out probably a little bit after this podcast goes out, probably a week or two after. I don't know yet. 
Uh, but yeah, Landon is back with Telemuck and he's just holding it up and he just wants to show you that he has two what, Telemucks. What, what flavors are those, Landon? They look delicious. So, holiday one of them is peppermint. Brownie. One of them is peppermint sugar bark. Cookie. And the yes. other is holiday sugar cookie. Okay, thank you. Uh, these are the holiday limited editions. We have peppermint bark. Nice. Ooh, uh, and we have holiday sugar cookie. You guys get to choose which one I'm going to taste test this week, and then the other one I will. Uh, holiday taste. sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Holiday sugar cookie. Yeah. All right, let's throw this away. I went to the store today, and I did notice that they had peppermint bark in stock, but they also still had the summer flavors. They still had like the campfire and the orange cream. They did not have the sugar cookie, which is unfortunate. I'm trying to fill air because Landon is currently opening the ice cream. There okay. He is. He is going to tell he is going to tell us how it tastes. It it's is probably taste it's probably delicious. Mm. Okay. So it's vanilla. It's their creamy vanilla. Mm-hmm. But it has these chunks sugar of cook- just sugar cookie. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I want it. Yep, I would say this is pretty good. Okay, I'll get uh, a view for the camera. I don't know if you can... You probably can't see it super well because it's all... It, it's just all white. It's all the same color. Um, but, like... There it is. Got some Hell sugar yeah. cookie in there. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, pretty good. We'll find out how good the peppermint bark is next time. Perfect. Anyway. So uh we we basically touched on I think everything we can really touch on. I don't really think it's kind of hard to um like we have like specific series and games that we've played, so it's kind of hard to like look outside that scope and it's easier to just kind of like touch on certain things. Like I could sit here all day and just ramble off random games like Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal has a multiplayer mode. I don't know why it has it. It does. But <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I mean you get the picture at this point. I definitely we definitely would like to hear from you guys if you join our Discord or, you know, if you see this on YouTube. You can also just drop a comment below like examples of games that you've noticed like you know they they're one way or the other but you like you like the content that the other side offers despite it not being the focus for the game i think that's a pretty interesting dynamic it's kind of what's made some games just even more memorable than they would be otherwise like really like i like new super mario brothers ds but let's be honest without the mini games that they brought over from super mario 64 ds like it wouldn't be as memorable as it ended up being you know, in classic me fashion, I finally thought of a game that I hadn't thought of at all throughout the entire podcast until just now. Uh, the Rock Band franchise of games is, in my opinion, both a very good single-player and multiplayer uh, experience. Yeah, music uh, games it, are pretty interesting. Like, okay. espe- I mean, like Rock Band especially, because you have, like, the whole band. So, like, it's an interactive, like, s- like couch co-op like experience with your friends but it also you it has a single player campaign and it has online it I has used to p- 
I used to play uh, rock band Beatles with my friend who like really got me into the Beatles because of that game. And like one of us would play one uh, part and then another uh, and then the other person would play another part. And there was actually a day where we were playing it together and his dad came in the room and his dad jumped in. So there was three of us playing this game at the same time. Like one of us was doing vocals. One of us was doing, I think it was bass and the other one was doing guitar. It was, it was great. Hell yeah. It's Cheese Whiz. It's Cheese Whiz. Fuck the discussion about multiplayer games. It's Cheese Whiz is on screen, even though it's a podcast. Is uh, is Cheese Whiz better with multiplayer content or single player content? He's better outside, but I'm not allowed <laughs> to put him out there. Oh. <laughs> Look so, at him just chilling. Uh, let's do our usual outro situation. Uh, first off, obviously... What is new with you guys? And is there anything outside of our general topic that you wanted to either hit upon? Or did you just want to share something that, you know, cool that you've been up to? Jack is I like could thinking. Say. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's got his I fingers on his forehead. He's like ESP. I could say, but I don't want to be a downer. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Past week hasn't been great for me. I've mostly been spending the week with my girlfriend because being home kind of sucks right now because uh i mean if you follow us on if you're if you're in our discord join our discord by the way but if you're in our discord you've probably already seen this but uh, momo passed away last week and uh yeah 13 years old S- 13 wow. yep very old. Um, rest in peace. Life. Rest in peace to my favorite member of Gaming Stooges. I died. Call- <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect like mouthful of ice cream response. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that that would have been as good if you didn't have a mouthful of ice cream. You're welcome. Oh my God. There really is the chef's kiss. Oh. But, um, haven't been up to too much. I've mostly just been trying to take it easy. Uh, in the past, like, week, uh, my girlfriend and I are still watching through Castlevania. Um, I forget if I mentioned that the last time we were, we podcasted. I did, yeah, we're still watching through it. It's a great show. I'm enjoying it. Um, otherwise, have not been up to much. Uh, it's mostly just been work and that. Spending time with my girlfriend. Okay. Uh, so for me, we actually had a few interesting things come up. Nothing like too crazy, but, uh, we recently had, um, a, uh, big entertainment center we um managed to bring that in and so like the bureau that i have behind me like we ended up setting we actually managed to like set this whole thing up where like um my dresser has been moved to this room and now there's a nice big entertainment center with our game consoles on different shelves 
And Hell then, yeah. like, Allison has, a, like, a bunch of her stuff on, like, the shelving units underneath. So we're really starting to, like, organize the apartment a bit better and, like, have stuff in places that are, like, both easy to access and also not, like, just ta- just cluttering. So it's really cool that we have that going on. Uh, but That's you, nice. Um, you're not going to be able to hear, to, to note, like, th- this, is, this is purely for, like, the live stream right now, but we, I have a bunch of figures and most of them are not mine they're actually allison's but there's a bunch of figures uh there's there's an agumon head landon look there's an agumon head i can see that would yeah, you do I that got... charmander <laughs> i like how landon always talks about agumon being his favorite pokemon but now that i say agumon he's like charmander no Paper goku Mario. is his goku goku <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> number one Pokemon. That's a fact. Okay, true. Look it up. But uh, so yeah, there's that that was going on. Um, other than that, like not a whole lot new. Actually, no, that I lied. We also uh, I had a giant mattress behind me for a bit. We finally set up the mattress, so it's like on the bed, and we had to dispose. And here's the thing: we had to dispose of our old mattress, but my state last year banned throwing mattresses out on the curb we can't do that really anymore. so we yes yeah, so we as as effective of late 2022 we have to call to get someone to pick up the mattress and depending on who you call the price varies i am not happy about how much money i had to pay in order to get rid of my mattress that sucks you want to know how much i paid Five and i but i mean i I mean, else uh, my girlfriend helped me pay, like pay for it. Thank God, because it was so expensive. It was two hundred and seven dollars to get Dude. rid of a mattress. To get rid of, to get That's... rid of a full size mattress. Just the mattress, not even the box spring. We still have the box spring that the mattress came with. Just the mattress was two hundred seven dollars. That's absurd. Here's the best part. The mattress and box spring combo, I bought it back in like January of 2018. Might have been like early, like late, late 2017. I don't remember. For less than what it cost to get rid of. Not, no. It was $350 with both of them together. So like if you like essentially took like the price of the box spring probably costs less if like factored in. So it was almost the price of the mattress when I paid for it just to get rid of it. It was so stupid. Did your apartment not have like a dumpster that you could just put it in? Um, not one that's big enough because the thing is, is while it is a big dumpster, there are tenants in the building. We all share it. So mm. that dumpster is always stuffed. Here and is, I, yeah. And I don't think I don't think we I and because of the law I don't think I would have been allowed to do that anyway. Here's so. a fun tip: wait until they take it, and then you just throw it away in there, and then you just go, "Oh shit, who would throw a mattress away in here?" <laughs> yeah, it's it, <laughs> it was hack. stupid. Uh, I do want to like have a brief discussion about a certain topic because it's not something that the whole podcast could take up, but I would like to hear Landon's like catching up thing first before we do it. What have I been doing? Oh boy. No, seriously. What have I been doing? Please tell me. Um, what year? You got a new phone. 
You got a I new got Doku a, Adventure Machine. I got a new Do- Doku Adventure Machine. It it runs. Plays Dokkan Battle. Yeah, that's all I asked for on that. Some friends and I met up, and we um, decided to go hit up a couple of our local video game stores. And uh, I found a copy of... Uh, Clubhouse games for the DS. No way. There was a Clubhouse games for the DS? I didn't even know about that. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. That's funny. So I bought that. Um, and then I also bought... Oh, I have one of them next to me. Hold on. Fire Emblem 1 for the Fami. Yo, that's sick. I like the old, that. The old Fami. And then... Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I vaguely remember seeing... The box art for that, okay. And the last one was I got the last Dragon Ball Famicom game that I did not own before. Um, it is the one that requires the data scan, so it was like a, it was like a, a standing machine with cards. Oh, it was for the Famicom, and like I'll I'll post a picture uh, in the spoilers of of it. I got the only the cart though, but. Like, I found the cart. Uh, I, I didn't even think I'd ever just see the cart. And this place had two of them. I was like, what the fuck? I want that. So, yeah. So, those have been my recent pickups. Um, mostly been playing Trails uh, to Azure. I know I talked about that last time. Um, I finished Chapter 1. Um, so, I'm like... I think a quarter of the way through the game because there's uh there's like four main chapters to it and then there's like a couple like uh smaller smaller side bits uh to it so like I'm I'm already a quarter way through that one loving that um still working a little bit on Octopath every now and then um yeah uh, that's not oh um who do we see we just saw someone. Uh, we went and saw Mark Broussard on Saturday. That was a good show. Cool. We went to the Aladdin, and, um, yeah, that was fun. Oh, we had some killer barbecue right beforehand, so I love that. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Um... Trying to think of if there's anything else to go over. No, I was staring at Cheese Whiz because he was using his scratch post in the office, and I had to I look behind to. me because, yeah, Sneezy, she was like clawing at the carpet underneath, and I'm just like, she's be- like, you, <laughs> I can see her behind me through my webcam. She and she's like just walking around, but she's just like, and I'm like, stop it, stop clawing the carpet. Uh, but no, uh, if you guys were ready, I uh, sure. Had, I had a quick question. So, earlier today, as of the recording and streaming of this podcast, it was announced there is confirmation we are getting a live-action Zelda movie. Yeah, no, I don't believe you. So, I did want to just get your thoughts on it. Apparently, and this is very bizarre to see, Sony is working on the movie with Nintendo... Yeah, but Sony Sony's and Nintendo. Not pl- Sony's not PlayStation. And yeah, 
they have uh, Avi Arad and Shigeru Miyamoto like co-producing it with uh, West Ball directing. I don't know what to expect from this, to be honest. Like, mm. I I knew that there was eventually going to be a Legend of Zelda movie because like they wouldn't make a Mario movie and then like not just branch out into like an extended you know a bunch of different properties. But it is still really weird to hear that we're getting like a live action one. Okay, but I I don't give a shit anymore about about that conversation because I want a Metroid movie and I want it as fucking hardcore as possible. Give me all the blood. Just just have like hardcore metal music playing in between like Samus shooting aliens. Yes. Okay. It's like Doom. It's like Doom of Metroid. I will soundtrack this movie. Okay. I want that to happen. Um, so, as far as Zelda goes, I mean, we'll definitely, probably, maybe talk about it more in the future. I'll probably go see it, just because, but we need mm-hmm. to see, like, we need to know, is it, if it's live action, who the fuck is, you know, actually going to be the actors in it? Right. Um, is yeah, Chris we don't, Pratt we... going to be... Link. Yeah. So for no, Chris it, Pratt is Zelda. Uh-huh. Is <laughs> Jack Black Ganondorf? Hmm. Nah, they're gonna throw you for a loop. Jack White is Ganondorf. Shit. Okay. Yeah, it's it's worth noting we don't have any more details other than it is being worked on and those names that I mentioned being involved in the production of the movie. We don't know if there's going to be a, you know, unique story for this movie or if it's going to be based on one of the games or something. We don't know who's going to be in it. We don't we don't know anything. We just know it exists. But I, I wanted to bring it up because it is we've covered the Mario movie here on the podcast before. So, you know, eventually, I guess maybe half of a podcast episode review of that movie when it happens, maybe someday during like season five. I don't know. Okay. It's going to be Ocarina of Time. That's what they're doing. I'm going to call it now. Just the story for Ocarina of Time. I mean, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Probably. It's pro- It's like the most recognizable story in the series. And then eventually they, they'll do a prequel if, for Skyward Sword. If they if they do it based on a mo- on a game, it's probably yeah probably going to be Ocarina of Time. Even though it'd be like, Ocarina of Time or the original Zelda, but the original Zelda didn't have much of a story, so they'll just yeah, loosely interpret that story. Yeah, I, I think I see where you're going with it. It does seem like something where like if they're going to make a movie, it prob for Zelda, they probably have it like mostly based on one game, and then like kind of take inspiration from like different other pieces. Yeah. Kind of like they they kind of like did similar with Mario. It wasn't really specifically rooted in like a single game, but like it was like an origin story sort of situation. They were like, "All right, here's a bunch of references to like different games thrown in." So like we might see something similar. Uh but yeah, that's I I think that's really it for today, huh? So we've got uh, a bunch of stuff in the pipeline. We've got some really cool content planned out in the near future. We've got streams, we've got patreon exclusive idea brewing and of course we've got more podcasts coming up we are 
skipping our next scheduled podcast. Usually we do these every two weeks. But uh, the next podcast would land on Black Friday, which is really awkward. And also, two of the three of us work like exclusively in the service industry. So three of the three it, of us do. Three yeah, of the three basically, of us. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's true. Well, it's 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 it. Yeah, no, They're it's just true. different kinds of services. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. So we all work in the service industry, which is, as you know, extremely hectic this time of year. So we're going to be taking the next podcast, uh, typical podcast, uh, air date off, but we will be back in December with another podcast. Uh, it will be like in November though that will later this month where we'll actually be like streaming it so but we uh we'll see you guys net then and uh you know roll the outro no seriously roll it we're 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 going okay no, bye I'm not going to okay now i will bye Thank you for listening to the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. If you enjoyed us, consider subscribing to our podcast RSS feed or follow us on youtube.com slash gaming stooges and twitch.tv slash gaming stooges for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash gaming stooges. See you next time.